Heresy players, this is now part two of the 30k theoretical. We'll be discussing underrated and underused units, and we'll also be talking about uh, tips and tactics on how to get the most out of them, and also options on how to make them better in the future if Forge World is listening and needs ideas for Horse Heresy 2.0. Stay tuned and enjoy. Welcome to Trident Wargaming, a podcast dedicated to all aspects of tabletop wargaming. Your hosts are Bill and Andy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trident Wargaming. This is episode 36 and we're continuing with the 30k theoretical part 2. I'm joined with my co-host Andy. Hey hey. We've got our two battle brothers here from Old Guard. We got Alex. Hello, Heresy friends. And we've got Dan. Hello. And uh, if you don't recognize me, I'm Bill. And I guess, uh, yeah, jumping into part two, uh, we're going to be going through some more underused console types. Uh, this particular episode is going to be on the Librarian and the Forge Lord. Um, I guess start with the librarian first. You don't want to know what I'm doing right now, hobby wise. Well, okay, sure. You know what? We could do that too. Let's let's find out. Dan, what just are you doing? Jumping, just I, jumping straight. I went hard. Well, yeah, I was going all action. No, no <laughs> right, foreplay. All in. Right to business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, last time we talked about Titanicus. And how I was, you know, trying to get everyone to di- getting everyone into it, and we ended up playing one game, our first game ever. Yay! It's true, it's true. Yeah. We did, and uh, yeah, I basically almost finished my uh, loyalist legio. That was basically yesterday, and now I'm working on Necromunda for Oof. upcoming campaign. So. Oh yeah, very nice. And- Delac or Dalak or Delic, whatever how you pronounce it. Sneaky guys and roll. Oh, is it Delac? Is it Delac or Delacue? Was the other one we heard the other day? <laughs> yeah, I think me and Bill heard that a few times. Delacue. Yeah, I've heard so many different pronunciations. Of it. <laughs> that's that's the French Canadian Necromunda gang. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, picking up poutines at the trading post. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you and your ice cream, you do not appreciate us. <laughs> they do kind of look French, eh? The glasses and <laughs> yeah, they have an interesting look to them. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. How about you, Alex? What do you got working going on? Did you get sucked into the void? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if we, we lost Alex to the warp. Maybe. Who knows? Okay. Well, um, I guess I'll talk about myself. Uh, some white scars. You guys probably obviously seen. Um, just some of the infantry, classic tactical squad. Um, pretty much got them all done up. Just have to do the bases. And uh, my Goliath can for Necromunda as well. Uh, working on them. Just kind of got the base base colors on them, and hopefully, 
Hopefully by the end of, I guess, this week, we'll, I'll have them done. Uh, minus the bases, but uh, should be interesting to see how they come about. Other than that, just uh, multiple other projects, of course. Other podcasts and uh, unboxings and bolt action and all that jazz. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, there's been lots of stuff coming out. Not for sure. All the, uh, a whole bunch of new stuff coming out. You know, that you guys see online as well, right? Miniatures and whatnot. Mm -hmm. True. Very true. Just more stuff for the future. <laughs> Lots of painting to go. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll kick it off, I guess, with the librarian. Hey, we, hey uh... be easy. I still got a turn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, myself, I've been cranking out bolt action like crazy. I've been going uh, going pretty uh, pretty hard on my uh, infantry, and today was just banging out tanks, getting everything chipped up and weathered, which has been nice. I'm hoping to have the tanks all finished up this week. Uh, my two machine gun teams and another squad of infantry really trying to push hard and in the next... A uh, month and a bit here, just get the rest of my bolt action completely finished, which will be pretty sweet. Um, yeah, looking looking forward to being able to field a, a fully painted army, even though I've only got three games under my belt so far. Yeah, I know you come a long way with that for, for getting stuff completed pretty quickly. Pretty cool. So... I guess we'll uh, see about Alex here. I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's all Vansar all the time. Oh, there we go. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> Vansar and five thousand ping. Yeah. <laughs> Vansar, Vansar, uh, nineteen piece Vansar kit right now. It's driving me insane. <laughs> <laughs> but they got that new uh, showcase. That new uh, Vansar upgrade pack. That plastic oh, yeah. sweetness upgrade pack, so that's always good. Ordered that. I'm going to order the spiders, too, when they show up. Excited about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, didn't they get that big suit or something? Mm-hmm. That, that showed up a little while ago, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. They got a lot of love for... Vansar? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they're a little weird. The Vansar. They're, they're using, like, these mechanized suits and, like, cool body armor and then they're fighting hobos literally uh down in the well, necromunda cador yeah candle powered Ca last cannons yeah. and shit <laughs> <laughs> well everyone else has got just you know like hodgepodge body armor and then these guys come in there with like the futuristic suits and like it, it, they just seem out of place house of artifice man they're they're hardcore i guess well, regardless, I mean, uh, Necromunda or not, uh, there was a time where I was planning on using them for uh, a regiment for uh, uh, for heresy, for a militia, just with their models and uh, their body armor. I thought they would definitely fit into uh, just a full-fledged militia army or something. So... Considering where that heresy train never stops running, there's always ideas for yeah conversions, right? And 
don't know. To me, to me, they seem pretty good for that. A lot of different poses, a lot of different weaponry. Um, you know, they had some of the old school kind of like over the shoulder weapon holder. So, yeah, pretty cool on that. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, try assembling a kit. Then tell me how much you like. It. <laughs> 19 pieces for a single infantry model. Bullshit. Oof. No <laughs> thanks. No thanks. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess jumping into it um, with the librarian console type. Overall, I have not seen many in action unless you play the Dirty Witch Army, known as Thousand Sons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... Obviously, playing my Space Wolves, I've I've used my Rune Priests equivalent, which obviously are far cooler, but um, just generic librarians, yeah, you don't really see a lot of them, and I don't know if that's uh, guys, you know, strictly playing to the fluff with the Edict of Nakia, or they just don't want to use them, because they have a lot of good versatility, like, they do have some really great options to help uh, amplify your army. Mm-hmm. Well, we have what? How many uh, psychic powers are they to have here? Six or seven? Yeah. Six, uh, different ones? Yeah. And then they have six have what, each. You have, you have what? Biomancy, divination, pyromancy, telekinesis telepathy and then you have the demology sanctic powers and malefic powers mm-hmm. yeah um so and of course each of them have their own specific spells and stuff for powers but like biomancy is usually one that's that's used uh just i think because of like endurance maybe warp speed well, it's the strongest, right? Yeah, it's definitely one of the strongest uh, uh, psychic like disciplines. Um, for I guess, yeah, uh, giving your army a little bit of uh, much needed durability. I think a close second is divination. Um, just being able to get a lot of re rolls, or like uh, that's with perfect timing, you know, or ignoring cover on your weapons. That's also a, a big one that seems to uh, do a lot of work i think it's uh, pretty good too yeah yeah there's yeah, kind of like a almost a as many combinations as you want uh it is kind of a build-a-bear type character whether you're melee heavy or shooting heavy you do kind of have with the psychic powers an adder there um to feed into uh any kind of type of army that you do want to build mm-hmm. yeah go ahead Dan. what about uh, uh what about the cost? That's probably the biggest downfall, to be honest. Yeah, they're not cheap. Um, you're paying 50 points for your regular Centurion, 25 points just to become a Librarian Console, so you're at 75, and now you have to take up to two, one or two Psychic levels for 20 points apiece, so you're adding mm-hmm. another 20 to 40 points, which, let's be real, if you're going to take a Librarian, you're probably going to rock a level two. Yep. So yeah, I would. Plus, plus ten, that, sir, as well. Pardon? 
plus 10 for artificer as well yeah no, point no yeah. this is true yeah so you're you're throwing in some substantial points um to get yourself a, a, a character that's gonna be a good i guess force multiplier depending how you run them mm -hmm. yeah there's and then you get i do believe you get the force weapon too do you not force weapon yeah. for free yeah yeah which he's the only one that's actually really able to get that so um could be you know could be useful in the pinch when you need it but there are there are other weapons out there now that kind of do a lot more work than just that so mm -hmm. but i mean overall a lot of a lot of options to uh use them for with their psychic powers um depending on, I guess, whatever army you're in, you want to use it in, like uh, Word Bearers, Bill, would you throw one of them into your armies? Librarian, uh, most definitely. No. I think Why so. Why not? Because all your characters are psychers, and you can buy psyker levels for your praetors. Sure, but I can only buy one with Burning Lore, and it's 30 points. I don't know. I, I don't see a point. It just seems like, redundant to me. Like... I have toyed around with playing a Diabolus before. Um, obviously, it's like one of your uh, requisites for your army. Got to have a Chaplain or a Diabolist or insert mm. other character here. But it's, uh, you know, a Diabolus is okay, but only having Psychic Level 1 and being fairly expensive. Um, I think the only reason you're taking those characters in particular is so you can give uh, Dark Channeling. To everything mm -hmm. um so it, it, it depends right I, I really like being able to take level two and uh especially if i'm gonna combo up with galvorback or something like that right like you can run biomancy or you can run uh uh demonology uh one of the the malefic one if you're not using lorgar I, I think a librarian would be better suited just to take more powers if you have Lorgar, then I'd probably go with the the uh, Diabolist just to be able to try and get Dark Channeling for the rest of the army. That my personal mm -hmm. thought on it, anyways. That because Lorgar can pick power, so you can really build a a nasty uh, squad around him. Mm -hmm. I d I do like the the Malefic powers where you're summoning demons. Definitely ties in with your uh, word bearers. Right, it does. It does, because um, like sacrifice, incursion, possession, those are all summoning. Plus, you have your primaris power of summoning, right? Yeah, and then you also have uh, other powers, which are blessings and whatnot. Cursed Earth. Cursed Dark. Earth is the one main the guys will be going for. Um. Dark Flame as well. Soul Blaze and Torrent, which you don't really see too, too often. And then Infernal Gaze, uh, Armor Bane, Flesh Bane. But it's only Strength 3 or 4, so. Beam. But a lot of there's a lot of options there too for, for summoning demons. Um, of course, it has the chart on the other side, but I'm not sure if it. I'm not sure if the new book counters that now i think it does doesn't it it's it came out. for 
for demons. Yeah. Uh, I would say you'd use the most up-to-date rules, which would be from Book 7. Uh, that's... Book, book 8 or okay, whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. Now, yeah, I think it's it's kind of a... Um, what's the word? Like a gentleman's agreement across the board online that most guys will use the up-to-date uh, like Demons of the Runestorm army list instead of the old 7th edition codex. It just makes yeah. it just makes sense. I know there's nothing officially supporting that thought, but you know, like there are a few things that are a little bit lagged behind, and I personally wouldn't have an issue anyone using the most up to date rules for that. So, I'd I'd say you're probably a safe bet going into uh, a game using that. Yeah, no, for sure. It's. I think it, it it's it's just better overall, right? Oh, yeah. You actually have a, a list. <laughs> you you shouldn't be using old demon rules now that the new book is out. Uh, no. Like that that's coming from a demon player. Um, it, they're just they're just not balanced to that. No. To be absolutely honest, and and it just it, it creates like if you run a run a <clears throat> a war bears armory with demon summoning, it gets out of hand pretty quickly without some strict uh, checks and balances. Um, some house ruling and stuff like that. So it just it just doesn't make sense with the new rules in place. Hmm. Yeah, but overall, I mean, if you're making a thematic army, like that's a that's a perfect console to throw in. Um, model wise, I mean, they do have the Terminator uh, special model there where he's summoning that uh, blood letter. Yeah, that's so that's I mean that's a cool model. But see, that's a kind of about it. Oh, they don't really have a lot of. Uh... No, like 30k esque no, librarians. I know everyone uses the uh, Severin Loth. Yeah, Every, yeah. like everybody and their dog uses that, right? I I, <laughs> I I customized my own for my word bearers and even my wolves. I, I custom made something else just because. Yeah, I'm. I like to kind of wow. you know break the mold. You know what? Like from a from a army creation perspective, I think I think a librarian fits thousand suns very well i think uh i think you can make them work i think dumping them into a squad uh of blade warriors or 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 sekhmet um as a buffing character i think is a good idea all around i think thematically it makes sense too i think it like honestly i think you can make room in those in those armies for that character Mm -hmm. and it, it provides value well, that that goes back to the word bearers thing. I I could see the value in taking a librarian, but you can you can buy a praetor that can be level three. For who? Yeah, for a thousand sun. Yeah, well, that's yeah, that's the trade off, right? Being yeah, that's slightly different. <laughs> yeah, considering like but, everything gets psychic powers. Yeah, I mean the librarian does. He can be level two compared to. Uh, just everyone else who can just buy one mm. other than the Praetor, but yeah. Can you can you kind of maybe the sidebar, can you take him in a Mordaval game in a smaller Centurion game because you can't take a Praetor? A, a librarian? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah is, I guess. Is he a supporting character though? Yeah, he's, he's a support a officer, character. yeah, yeah. So you'd have to back him up with something. Um, only an HQ choice, yeah. yeah. But like he, he fits. Like again, like yeah. for smaller point games, it still like allows you to thematically play that that hero character who's still a librarian. 
Yeah. Well, and only really costing what 125 with artificer armor. I think you're getting a pretty good steal. That's just okay, big. So you're get, uh, iron armor endurance off on your Terminator squad and a Zilmortalis. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that'd be nice for sure. That'd be uh, kind of brutal. Yeah, yeah. There are yeah. obviously better combos, some better combos than others, uh, depending on how you want to build your your force. But I, I definitely agree with the statement earlier about build a bear and really being able to gear him to whatever I guess squad you want to throw him in, be it shooting or combat. Yeah, it's a good way to go. So, I mean, I don't think it should be understated that like some of these units that we're reviewing are not maybe like the pick of the litter for hyper competitive match play games. No. But the vast majority of Heresy players um, who are you know building thematic lists and having fun, um, I think this fits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I was gonna say I, uh, I mean I I do have a. A Raven Guard army, and I I do have a dream of of building a, a librarian with like twin lightning claws, and then taking telepathy, which seems to fit the Raven Guard because it you can get like shroud and psychic shriek, and then there's uh, I forget what it was called, what it's called now, but it's the one where you, whoever you're fighting they get ballistic skill one and weapon skill one. Oh, um, you're talking like invisibility. Oh, well, that used to be. It used to be that. Now. Yeah, they changed that. But yeah, and it it seems to fit the Raven Guard like that. Those psychic powers, or you try and get biomancy and then get warp speed off and then have like eight or nine attacks on the charge and with rending lightning claws and and then. Uh, there was a whole bunch of um, Sarakana stuff for librarians, too. Yeah, there is in Book 8. We probably should talk about them if someone's got the book open. Because that, that's a big part of it, right? Is They gave like librarians this big boost in doing things. It is true. Um, it opened up a lot of uh, options for them, specifically. Mm-hmm. But I think that was the big... Uh, the great equalizer, let's call it, uh, with the Sire Canna in, in Book Eight, it's it kind of leveled the playing field against um, demons and against Thousand Suns. Even like the after the FAQ, um, it kind of just gave you a little bit more tools to be able to deal with any of these other armies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and if if people don't know. Sarakana is in book eight. They're re- they're literally relics, but they they're not relics. They're kind of in this weird place because they're totally legal in, in armies, and you can take multiples of them. And they they basically give you like anti psyker weapons and and yeah. abilities to take things with your librarians. You know, well, they have things. They have things like uh, like null amp collars, right? Yeah, where. Um, you know, it's 15 points, and it's not just to a librarian, it's also to the Esterist console, uh, which is a different console we'll talk about later at some point. But um, yeah, it just gives him whatever unit he's in or within 12 inches pretty much of the collar, like 
it gives them a chance to deny, deny the witch uh, attempts, right? So it's kind of like a psychic hood from 40k, old 40k. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's other ones. There's there's other weapons and whatnot too. Um, so and there's actually quite a few of them. There's a ton. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, if you guys are following along, you know, with your book eight, it's page three hundred one. And kind of goes through all the way, I think, and up to and including page three ten. No, three oh eight is the end. But there's there's some pretty good ones. Um, What's that one you like, Bill? That is it the the dream plate. Uh, which one? Oh, the Trigorian dream plate. It's it's decent to use, like I guess if you're fighting a bunch of uh, demons or models with demons. Basically, one Praetor, Centurion, or Consul in the army may take the Dream Plate for 10 points. A model with equip equipped with this Dream Plate has a 3-plus invulnerable save against wounds caused by models with the Demon or Demon of the Runestorm special rules. Mm -hmm. So, that's it's nice for a 10-point upgrade. It's pretty legit. I don't think you can go wrong with it. Um, one of my favorite uh, weapons in here, page 302 for the Psy Reactive Arsenal is the Toxiferin weapons. And this is kind of where it really starts to turn the tide against some of these armies that really rely on um, these psychic powers to bolster their army. It's basically mm -hmm. a, a sweet, sweet template, flamer template. It's, you know, your regular flamer is strength 4 AP 5, and which is fine. Your Contemptor can have one as well. It's a Toxiferin cannon. Uh, which is strength 7 AP 4. The nice thing is both of these special rules, uh, weapons I should say, have a special rule called Tainted. And any successful wound dealt by a weapon with this rule removes the effects of any Psychic Blessing which is active on the target unit. In addition, to wound roll of 6 is resolved at AP 2. So all you have to do is wound and you're stripping the Blessings away so I'll use the classic Magnus, Sekhmet, Biomancy all the way, right? And mm -hmm. I, I started building my Wolves army around this, and I basically would take a regular box knot with this Flamer cannon and throw him on a Legion drop pod, and he was super cheap. I think it worked out to 165, 170, all in. And I would drop pod right into the depths of hell, and flame this squad that's cast its biomancy and got all juiced up, remove the blessings, and then proceed for the next shooting phase, just punishing that army until, like, the whole army would focus on that one unit until it either died or it was stripped down so bad where they have to deal with that dreadnought. Which is great because they're, they're pulling resources to deal with that dreadnought instead of your strength 8. AP2 weapons, being an Arcus or whatever, and it was just, it was really good. Um, or you, or you flame them and charge Rush, Russ, and the entire Death Swarm into them. Yes, yes, the wolves and just wreck them in one single turn. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can, right? It's, I, I think, any army, if you have points, I would highly recommend taking this loadout. Take a box. Yeah, if you're on. playing a lot of Thousand Suns or Demons, yeah, yeah. It's just, especially even if you're going to an event, um, chances are you will run into something nasty, 
And yeah. I, I think you're just way better off having that ace up the sleeve. It's still a dreadnought. Uh, so, you know, you can still roll in with a power fist and do some damage, but it's just having the flexibility to drop it in with a regular pod. And if the, you know, dreadnought dies, but he gets that flame off, cool, right? Like, it gives you that one turn to kind of even the uh, even the odds, so to speak. So we're, we're trying to talk about librarians here, and Bill's trying to tell you how to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, we no. jumped into the Sarcana, and there's a lot of stuff that's yeah. used for them, but also... What about, the, what about the Digitalis Arcanus? You know, to, to Dan's point there, if you get off, if you get off warp time... And you can activate digital arcana, digitalis arcanus. It gives you plus D three initiative and attacks for just a single turn. Yeah, and it's disgusting. My, my one for the next turn or for the rest of the game. Like you get, you get like plus six attacks on a single unit. It's nasty. <laughs> it's nasty. Um, yeah, that's the digitalis arcanus is thirty points. Uh, the drawback on it though is basically once the once the power wears off after a turn, uh, your attacks initiative become one for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. So he's just really tired after that. He needs to light a cigarette and go to bed. Well, we could talk for days about this. Yeah. But I think really there's one I think that outshines everything else, and, and that's the loyalist icon of the blazing sun. It's, that's really good. It is good. Um, let me pull. Basically, it's 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 a a psychic hood on crack, and <laughs> well, it I, is, I don't know how else no, to explain it. It, it, it is. Literally, it is. No, he's any, he's right. It's thirty. You points. don't even need to. Yeah, you don't even need. It just says an independent character yeah. can have it. it. You don't have to be any librarian. You don't have to be some kind of psyker. You could be a praetor or console, whatever. Right? You can literally just throw it on a fifty-point console and just have them go around null bubbling. You know. It's and basically nasty. what it is, and what it is, is if a traitor uh, Legion Psyker within 12 of the Icon successfully attempts to manifest any Psychic power in, in the current Psychic phase, the bearer of the Icon of the Blazing Sun may attempt to nullify that power. To do so, the power of the Icon of the Blazing Sun must take a leadership test. Sure, 9 or 10, so more than likely they're going to pass. If the leadership test is passed, the power does not manifest. If you fail the power... Uh, if you, sorry, if the leadership test has failed, the power is manifested unaffected, the bearer of the icon of blings suffers a wound with no save. But the chances of you failing it are are very slim, right? Although do- double six, you just auto-die. Yeah, but- if the result of the test was a double six, the bearer's <laughs> faith is found wanting, they are consumed yeah. by the power they sought to invoke and are immediately removed from play with no save. that's of the crack. Count. That's and then cool. the crack right there. Yeah, and then demons. Any demons that fight, um, they're at weapon skill one when locked in combat with this model. Yeah, it can be pretty good. It's yeah. There's there's definitely a lot to digest in Cyrocana. I would highly recommend looking at that stuff, um, just because yeah, there's many tools to fuel your warp induced fantasies. <laughs> And it's all legal. I don't know why people think it's like this weird little like you have to ask your opponent thing. It, it's it's all war gear you can buy. So. Yeah, not sure. I know the first time we used the dividing blade, people were kind of really didn't know yeah. that. 
right? So, yeah. Well, we uh, showed up to one LVO and there was like four of the Empton guys with divining blades and none of the any of the other guys with them. And they're like, oh, I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did not yeah. take a divining blade. <laughs> well, just you're saying. a TO. You can't just stomp hey, around. Hey, I, I did. I did. And the match, it really worked for me was against the word bearers right he had the full force the full uh galvor back and logar and Erebus, that whole combo wombo and then he yeah. and then he also had as his allies demon demons of the rune storm he plopped like a great unclean one right on my doorstep and i was like nope i'm charging this with my praetor with divine divine blade and it was like a big balloon getting popped with you know a needle just boop, yeah it's gone gross. so but um yeah like besides just the the normal console for a librarian i mean sometimes i think some of the legions might have options um for uh, psychic powers i know the salamanders have a right of war where they have a specific psychic power yeah, they can shoot up a beam. Yeah, yeah so uh, there are options, right? I mean, I'm not really going to go to too much details with that one, but no. uh, there are options for for putting that into your to your armies to you know fit in with your armies or to be thematic with your armies. So uh, overall, yeah, can have some fun with it. Can so, really yeah. amp your armies, right? So. With the theme here of ongoing, we're gonna probably do this again for the rest of the units. But like, how do you make how do you make a librarian better? That's a good one. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe they have to relook at some of the psychic powers. So. Yeah, psychic powers aside, I think even if you dropped um, psychic mastery by a little bit, instead of twenty points per mastery, maybe make it like fifteen. Or when you buy him as a console for twenty five, you give him level one for free. Yeah, and then you can buy level two choice. for twenty, right? Like something like that. I think would be a little bit nicer. Um, I think if you did that, it could uh, help bump them up quite a bit. Well, I mean, the other problem is we keep talking about characters that are support class. Yeah. Yes, a lot of being able to support officers. Yeah, you know, not being able to take, you know, then you end up taking tax, right? You got to take like a consul or some kind of praetor or delegatus or whatever, right? So I think that's part of the problem. You think they'll get rid of that? No, but I think that it would help with some of these, like the herald and the librarian and whoever else is a support character. Just, just make them legit characters that can lead. Maybe not master yep. the legion, but just leave them as is, so you can just take them as a base HQ. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea at all, actually. No, well, that's a good, good point. Good point. Nice. Um, I know the second console type that we were going to be looking at is the Forge Lord, and I have to admit. I've played one several times. I really like them. I haven't come across too many in opposing armies. I know uh, Dan has uh, dabbled in the 
Forged Lord realm a bit mm -hmm. with his Iron Hands. So, um, getting into it, it's a 35-point upgrade. Not bad. Uh, War Gear, you get a Cerebral Arm and Artificer Armor for free. You also get additional War Gear that can be taken uh, by the Tech Marine. Uh, so, at additional cost. And the big one for me, and it's always a big one for me, was uh, being able to take a Cortex Controller uh, for 15 points. And getting the Battlesmith special rule. Uh, he is not a support Hi, What does that do for you? What, the Cortex controller? With, with all the rules, what does that allow you to do with your army? Well, speaking primarily as a true Warsmith, I get to take Iron Circle without having to gorge a whole bunch of points out. Uh, Cortex controller lets my Battle Automata Iron Circle run around and not act silly for lack of a better term um they get to ignore program behavior which can be a huge pain in the ass um having battlesmith i'm also allowed to repair my iron circle which is really nice uh considering get the servo arm so that helps uh also being able to take points or items for points on page 31 that the tech marine gets uh, it can be actually quite a bit of fun. You can take rad grenades and a cyber familiar. And I think speaking just pound for pound character wise, I think forge lords, you can probably make one of the best like combat characters minus like an imperial fist because they get storm shields where everyone else kind of doesn't. But mm -hmm. if you're rocking Cataphraki, Terminator armor, and a Cyber Familiar, you can rock that 3 plus Invulnerable save, which is pretty damn sweet. So so going back to the Battlesmith rule, like, yeah. I know you mentioned Quarter Tech Controller and, and you know, uh, your Battle Automata. Yeah. But they also can restore a lost hull point. Yeah. And or repair a weapon destroyed result, which I've never seen. I don't think, like, have you guys ever seen that? Repair all points? No, repair a weapon destroyed result. Oh, no, because it's not that common. No. So, like, I don't know, for me, it's funny because I mentioned this before, earlier on here, um, off, off air there, we were talking, that weapon destroyed on, like, my laser destroyers from my ultramarine. You know, if, if that came into effect... That would be pretty neat to have, just having him sit there and kind of repair when I overcharge my, my cannons or if, if I did lose a weapon on it. Mm -hmm. um, not to mention that your repair roll is a 5+, plus, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then um, I believe you could increase that. What it is, but... You're able to increase it to a, a better saving throw for that for your repair roll. Just not sure which one it was here. Well, servo arms give you plus one. So, so whatever battle, bat, so whatever battlesmith gives you, which I think is a six plus, and then the servo arm makes you five plus. There you go. Yeah, but if you if you're like you know, iron hands and stuff, they they get better. 
Uh, I've only ever used them combat wise. Yeah. I've never used them to fix vehicles or anything. Like never to sit back and like fix a you know an artillery tank or anything. Uh, so, yeah, it's only. Battlesmith is a Battlesmith is a five up. My, oh, is my it? Thing kicked me off. Yeah, Battle Battlesmith is a five up, and then the servo arm gives you plus two. Um, no, we are um, not mechanica. Model, yeah, model with Battlesmith rule me add plus one to the repair result if also equipped with the servo arm. So plus one, so four up still better than four up. better than five. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, and it, uh, yeah, like like Bill said, it, it, I, that's the only time I've used it is is for combat. I I didn't give him Terminator armor because he comes with artificer armor, and I just gave him a refractor field and, and the cyber familiar, and I just gave him a thunder hammer, so he was swinging, you know, at, at initiative one, but with strength eight, and then he gets a free servo arm punch. So he, you know, potentially is getting four attacks. Yeah. Or four, five, yeah, five on the charge. So. But it was only to take rad grenades, really. Rad that's grenades the only as well. purpose. It's huge. Yeah. That's that's what I was doing with them. It was just, just to be rad grenades and throw them in a, in a squad. But, I mean, it, it is nice that he can fix vehicles and stuff and. He does. So if he's riding in a transport and, you know, the transport takes a hull point or whatever, you get like a free, free roll and, if, you know, you can heal him. I, I don't, I don't know. He's, he can take a lot of stuff, but it's hard to say like what his exact role is. Cause he, he can buy a lot. Like you can buy him servitories if you want. I don't know why you would, but yeah, you can. It, it's one of those things that, where I think you can get caught up in the like the glitz and glamour of it all. I know yeah. like when I take my Forge Lord, it's usually with Iron Circle, because I'm not running a Warsmith and I'm not running Perturabo, and it's just to keep the Iron Circle alive. Mm -hmm. It's to restore a lost wound and keep him alive, and if I do get charged, I've got rad grenades to try and help, because I don't really want to get swarmed by like a shit ton of marines or you know, uh, force weapon uh, squads or anything crazy. So whatever I can do to help um, kill them off quicker. Uh, obviously, having strength ten hammers makes that easy by itself. But it's just every little bit helps in case you're gonna have mm -hmm. a support uh, squad in there. But um, yeah, I, I think cheap and cheerful is best if you set them up for one specific thing. Um, he can definitely pound for pound like go against some praetors. Um, just because of the save and the way you can tool them up. You know, even being able to take Tartaros armor with a cyber familiar, so you're still rocking a two up, four up, and you can mm -hmm. still run, you can still overwatch, you can still sweep, is I think that's um, often overlooked. Um, yeah. It, those particular interactions in the game, I think, are, are very powerful and can help you a lot down the road, so. He, he definitely is overlooked. Like, definitely. Like, if you're just going to take, like, a random console for whatever reason, and you're just like, ah, I, I need something, he's probably the better choice just because of what he can take yeah. and how much he can take. So you can literally make him into whatever you want, right? Like, if you want him just to be a support character, if, you know, 
bust open doors with a servo arm or whatever, then he's your option. But if you want him to be t- fully kitted and tooled, he might even be better than like a, uh, potentially like a champion uh, at the count console level, right? Yeah. So, because just because being able to take rad grenades and all all the things he can take and and all that stuff, so he can take grav guns. I forgot about this. So he can he you can put him in Terminator on yeah. and give him a graviton gun. Yeah. And he can shoot it off without any penalty. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's nasty. So if you you have him in a squad, yeah, and, and this is what a lot of Iron Hands guys will do, and they'll take like. The uh, Gorgon Terminators, and then they'll take uh, a Forge Lord with a, a Graviton gun himself, and then you got three Graviton guns in, in this ten man squad. So I mean, like, there's lots of lots of options you can use them, and co- Cortex controllers if you're playing with a lot of, you know, battle automatas and stuff like that. If you're, he can take Nuncio boxes. He can, you know, he he. He's got a lot of options. Scanning, yeah, man. he can yeah. literally take everything. Conversion beamer. He, he's the conversion beamer. Yeah, he really. Yeah, is. Yeah, basically. I know. But uh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, there's one thing that possibly overlooked is because um, he's he has the Tech Marine Covenant loadout, right? Mm-hmm. Now that's that's gonna eat up uh, an elite slot, right? If you t- if you were to take a, a Tech Marine Covenant. Yeah. So, I mean, technically, you now you're using one of your HQ, HQ slots, and not everybody uses, you know, more than more than the one slot sometimes. So it, it keeps your elite slots open. Um, plus, your character, I mean, he still is a Centurion, so he still can fight, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just it's not just one wound. You know, um, he's got a better weapon skill and bliss skill. So that's what I was kind of looking at just now, just recently. Just the fact that, you know, you're you're opening up that elite slot for something else, maybe maybe some dreadnoughts or maybe, you know, a veteran squad or something like that. So Yeah. But Yeah, he's got he's got some pretty good options. And uh I think I might have to build one. <laughs> Yeah, they're they are well, they, the points. they got they definitely got two cool models. They have like the Mark Four and the Mark Three. Uh, I mean, the Mark Three looks better, but it, they they do have two console models, which are awesome. The Tech Marines. Yeah. 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 Don't forget, you can also steal the Iron Hands Iron Father and shave no. that dirty hand off. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. It looks awesome. He feels in great for a Forge Lord and or Warsmith. So just hit. You can take an Augury scanner. I forgot about that yeah. too. Yeah. Jack of all trades, man. So I'm he, telling you. You can literally give him like an Augury scanner and an Unseal Vox and you know, if you have like a deep striking army or whatever, right? Like he could potentially Yeah, he he's literally a support character that can whip ass. Yeah. <laughs> you I I can't remember the um, uh, what's that the army where you're pretty much running like all dreadnoughts. Oh, that's uh, Iron Brethren or 
Yeah, is, something like that. Is there something with him in that? Do you have to take... You have to take uh, a... I think it's a Forge Lord and an Apothecary. A Primus uh, Medicae, I believe. And you have to take somebody with the right of command, too. Yeah. So you have to take three HQs, but yeah. Nasty. Hmm. I can see it, though, being thematic with all these lumbering dreadnoughts running up and Forge Fury Lord. Fury of the Ancients. That's it. And Forge Lord you know, running in behind and making sure everybody's working properly and not going crazy unless it's yeah. towards the enemy. So, no, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, interesting and possibly overlooked unit for sure. Console. Any, uh, any other thoughts on him or I'm going to jump into believe we have two more units to go through. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of how how could you make him better. He's he's pretty good. I I'm <laughs> I'm sad to say like not many people use him and maybe after hearing this kind of talk you might change your mind. Uh he might really want to use him. I I think points-wise he's fairly he's fairly priced. I think for what he can actually take is really good. Um well, and he gets free artificer armor yeah, right? like, from the beginning. I, and I don't know if I would change him. much on him, honestly. Like he's, I think he's pretty good all around. Um, Can he take the options of the Centurion, yeah. or is it? Yeah. So, he, so not only it's the options of the Centurion, but he can take the options of the Technion uh, as well. Yeah. So he, he can be fully kitted out, right? Like, you can give him two lightning claws if you want it for whatever reason and have a servo arm for one <laughs> initiative, one strength eight punch, right? Like, yeah. no, he, yeah, he's I'm giving him a jump pack. He's got a lot of cool stuff. Like you can <laughs> give him pretty much anything you really need to um, put him on a bike, right? Yeah. Like, Oh, that reminds me of the old school bikers with the tech marine arm, like the servo arm. Yeah, man. Like, you don't oh, see that shit. anymore. So I, I think but, the modeling potential is huge with them too. Yeah, I was gonna say he's he's definitely a rule of cool model. Like he definitely you know with the big servo arm and and you know like the metal plates. I've seen like I'm on the Iron Hands page and man, they go all out. Like there's times where you see guys just like building like building characters out of nothing, like almost orky nice. kind of putting armors and stuff on on guys and. Well, he's the good he's the good console to do it with, right? Mm -hmm. So lots of cogs and that's cool. Nice. I mean, the classic loadout is a is a power axe or a thunder hammer, but you know, if you want lightning claws, go at her. Yeah, stay tuned for more Forge Lords, I guess, in the future. That's right. We'll probably see them. Probably see them all pop up now, right? <laughs> Sweet. That is right. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. And we, uh, I guess, uh, Alex, you still there? He might be. He might not be. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Uh, he's out of town right now. He's on some computer, so he's yeah. kind of in and out right now. He's lost in the warp right now. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> 
Are we getting to I guess one of my favorite characters? Or sorry, units? units yeah, so um, underused, underrated uh, actual like units in the army. And uh, these next two were actually listener requested. So we wanted to jump onto those. First one was the Legion Destroyer Squad. People wanted to know how can you make better use? What can you do to make them good? Uh, you don't see them often. And they did get FAQ'd to 115 points a squad instead of the 150 that they used to be, which is a huge mm -hmm. boost um, considering what they, what they can get access to. Uh, Dan, I guess if you want to kick off. Sure. Well, I mean, first, first you have to look at them as veterans. They basically have the same stat line as veterans, but the difference is they can take exotic, you know, rad weapons. And I think that's how you got to treat them is how you treat veterans is, you know, cause their, their leadership, all of them are leadership nine. Which is awesome. So even if the Sarge dies, they're still leadership nine. Um, yeah. They do come with two pistols and a chainsword. So they're they're hitting. Uh, they always have two. Or sorry, they always have an extra attack. Oh, they also and, have counter attack, eh? Yeah, they have counter attack. So you don't want to charge. You want to be charged. Right. And they and also have hardened armor. Hardened armor, yeah. So void, you know, void, and they reroll blast weapons and void harden. I guess that's the so they ignore like rules and more cat more zone and more talents. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. They're basically the problem is is people don't like them because they don't like sweep units and they don't have like high AP values. Unless you're giving, you know, giving the Sarge like a power sword. And right, but are they? But are they really meant for close combat? Yeah, because they have two pistols and chainswords and counterattack. Well, what else I does think, they got? I think, I think, really, they're meant for taking out like back backline stuff. Yeah. I I really think they're good in Zona Mortalis, being that close. And qu close quarters. Yeah. Sorry, I'm stumbling all over my tongue today. Just so excited. Yeah. They also get rad grenades for free. Yes. Which, which is, is all, all of them have it. That, that's know. huge. Um, they the sergeant uh, gets access to three phosphix bombs, which phosphix bombs <laughs> are glorious. They're glorious gifts to share with your opponent and rejoice when you see their eyes light up in fear as they go, oh, shit, as you just let them rip. Uh -huh. I I never take them because I'm worried it's going to fly back onto <laughs> my unit. <laughs> well, that might happen. It could. It could. It very well uh -huh. could. Um, they do have options for, like, the rad missiles and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like missile launcher. Uh, and it's got a suspensor web, and um, the rad missiles are strength four, rad fledge, uh, poison three or four plus. I can't remember. And um, so I mean, they're still, and it's small blast. Yeah. yeah. So it's still doing the same thing as like a crack missile, but you have a small blast 
Uh, red Fudge is not going to come up that often unless you're fighting units with multiple wounds. It basically gives you one minus one toughness if you take a wound from it. Right. And then there's um, there are some uh, upgrades for the sergeant, of course, the usual, you know, lightning claw, power, power pistol, and... that stuff. But in the Sire Canna section... That's where they got better, too. Sorry, yeah. Andy. No, no, it's fine. Um, so as Bill mentioned earlier about the uh, Toxiferon weapons, yeah, um, it actually they're allowed to exchange their hand flamers, which they can upgrade to, for those flamers for free. Right? So it, they can get that so that they can pretty much take off blessings and whatnot of, of those psychers and demons or units that have that on them. They can even take psycho munitions. Yeah, and that was what I was going to get to yeah. here. Which I, I think this is case. Okay, so book eight, I think this is where the destroyer squad becomes really, really good. Um, the entire squad may take psycho grenades for plus five points. The whole squad for five points. Which yeah. is insane because multiple bombs are twenty five, <laughs> so throw those in the trash and keep, take the psycho grenades. Um, any model in the unit may exchange your ham flamer uh, with a grenade launcher with psycho grenades for free. All models in the unit equipped with missile launchers may take psycho missiles in addition to the rad missiles for five points. So all these psycho grenades and the launchers and the missiles they all have a special rule called psy shock. And if a unit containing at least one demon or psyker, i.e. model with psyker, psyker, brotherhood of psykers, sorceress, blah, 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 is hit by a weapon with the Psyshock special rule, one randomly determined psyker or demon model in the unit suffers perils of the warp in addition to any other damage. Which is really good. Because, let's be real, most, like, as we were talking about librarians, most librarians don't want to roll on the chart, on the table at all. <laughs> No. Like, there's the odd chance where you'll be like, oh, cool, I went Super Saiyan. Usually you're getting, like, finger blasted by a demon in the warp, and you're, like, off the table. It's, you're going to die. Yeah. So Anything underneath four, <laughs> so one, two, three are usually the bad ones. Number one is the worst. It's the That's worst. the one where it gets sucked into, yeah. sucked into the warp, and then you, like, do, like, so many wounds to people around you and stuff. It's and really bad. Yeah. But just making people, forcing people to take those tests is huge. You know, you're potentially going to have that, right? Especially if you're playing a demon army where all you, it says all you have to do is hit. doesn't say anything about wounding. doesn't say anything about armor saves, nothing. Just all hit. you have to do is hit it. Yeah. Which is yeah, nice. Yeah, the thing. It is nice, but it is a blast. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know how blasts go. I mean, you could hit or you could just go anywhere right so um no. if you've seen a demon army there's usually like 20 of them i know in the squad and they're all <laughs> giant bases yeah but yeah it's so good so take. so you got so you got you know you got what two of these weapons mm -hmm. three of these weapons missile yeah so you got two of these weapons which is nice you can throw that at them and, and have that the nice thing about this is if you have you know you throw that against um a unit that has a character inside the actual unit, you know, being protected mm -hmm. by the unit, there is a chance that you could hit that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I mean, if, if, of course, if the psyker is off on his own, well, then more than likely he's probably toast. But um, there is that, that random chance, though, that could possibly get hit, which is pretty cool. Well, he doesn't even have to hit that character. Like, I mean, you don't have to pinpoint him. It just says as long as the unit containing at that's least what I'm saying. one. So all you have to do is clip, you know. That, that's what I'm saying, though, is there's a oh, random could chance. Could randomly hit him, yeah. Like, if he's inside that unit being protected by that unit, right, because he's joined that unit, yeah, there's a chance that randomly you could still get him. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, randomly, if it's just one Psyker in a squad of, like, Terminators, that Psyker is still going to get hit. Still, the Psyker is going to get hit, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. I think, and the, oh, sorry, go ahead, Don. I was just going to say, them having grenades, like, the five-point grenades... Like it just, it just happens, right? Yeah. If they get into combat with with a psychic unit, right? It's definitely nice. Um, I think one thing. I think one thing to not be uh, underestimated either um, is with that those psych out uh, weapons and whatnot. The way the way I read it, and you guys let me know if it's different, but it's it sounds like per hit. It almost sounds like Psy Shock, like per hit, you're taking apparels. So if you had two but grenade it, launchers, yeah, yeah. It's, hit mean... by a, it's hit by a weapon. Yeah, so, so if, you're, if you're doing multiple hits with, you know, you're doing grenade launchers and throwing your grenade, you could potentially get a squad to roll up to three perils. Yeah. Which could be really good. Um, one thing also not to forget is. Uh, and I know we've had it come up is so like when you're using these missile launchers with the suspender webs, if you're actually moving and firing, it will reduce your rad missiles to a 24 inch range. It's one thing to keep in mind. The suspender web yeah. will actually reduce your weapon range. So keep that in mind. Um, your psycho missiles as well. Regular 48, it'll drop to 24. That's so you can move and fire with no penalty makes it an assault weapon so just keep that in mind if you are going to be rocking that out um overall yeah like it's a shame that uh destroyers haven't been more prevalent in prevalent, games yeah. um i know in the what is that called it's the the what is it heresy herald or the, whatever the warhammer community is putting out they had a thing on destroyers and it sounds like you're going to be getting a little bit more, I don't know, fluff or utility or something coming down the pipe with them. Right. So I, I, I'm hoping for really good things. Um, so, so being just like destroyers, like, are there other units that are comparable to them? Veterans. Veterans, right, but it, you you got other like so you have other specific legion uh, destroyers mm. that are comparable um, a little bit. It's some of the legion specific ones. I think depending on how you load them out are better probably base. But once you start adding all the options to a normal destroyer squad, I think you can get pretty comparable. The only ones that really stick out in my mind being like above. Like punching above their weight is uh, Ashen Circle. Um, they're mm -hmm. 145 points, so you know right off the hop you're paying 30 points more. But they do have Axe Rakes, which is Strength Five, AP Three, 
um, close combat weapons, which obviously makes them really, really good in combat. They all have hand flamers, which is okay, but uh, you don't get rad grenades. And you get access to phosphix, but unless you're playing Mornobal rules, then you could have access to other stuff with destroyer rights and whatnot. But uh, strictly speaking, we're, we're kind of just focusing on the core, like, heresy forge rule rules. Just because mm-hmm. right, Mornoval is a, a deep, dark All rabbit story. Hole. Yeah. Um, so, like, they're, they're good. I know uh, Blood Angels have those angel tiers, which, again, they have access to some pretty intense weaponry. I think they can all have, like, those baby assault cannons. And yeah, they get pretty stuff. expensive, though. The thing, like, yeah. I think Alex mentioned something like 360 points for 10 of them. For a full squad, like yeah. It, so... Mm. It's it is pricey. Like, don't get me wrong. To bump up a squad of destroyers is expensive as well. It's plus twenty points per model. Um, if you want to give them jump packs, this is I think the one real destroyers. They're fifteen points with the FAQ. Oh, are they fifteen each? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. You're right. Yeah. My bad. Five points with jump. Pack. Yeah. So yeah. The, the I think the biggest thing is to look at uh, with destroyers is. Do you want to take them with jump packs or on foot? Yeah, I, yeah I'm not sure. sure about that myself. It, like, I haven't tried them with jump packs. Yeah, like just because I found out that uh, in the FAQ they made it so that termites are dedicated transports for destroyers. Mm-hmm. So I I haven't used it yet, but I have three termites that are ready to go, and I could see the the benefit of that especially with counterattack. yeah I, I i personally think having the termite as a dedicated outweighs the mobility bonus of jump packs because yeah. you're able to use it as that subterranean assault it's basically like a drop pod but not a drop pod and it can well you're getting you're gonna get them more. to where you're gonna they get them to, to where go. you want them yeah. to be compared to trying to fly all over the place or deep strike them down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they do have a Rhino and a Land Raider Proteus option for transports, but I mean, you know, you're gonna be driving them up to, to where they need to be, or you're gonna pop up from the ground, kind of thing, right? So yeah, I I mean personally, I Bill didn't really talk about this, but the Toxicring Flamers are what I take with them yeah. myself. Just because uh, they're poison three plus, they are. But and the rule it says tainted. It says any successful wound dealt by this weapon uh, removes any of the effects of psychic blessings. Period. In addition, any wound of a six with this weapon is resolved at AP two. Yeah. So it's basically rending. Without you know the strength to armor rolls, yep. So I mean, and I I can't. I was in a game with a, a fellow custodies player, and I chose not to assault him because I wanted you know him to come at me because I felt like I had a better chance of overwatching, and especially with the flamer, it was funny because I ended up rolling you know you roll a d three for wall, wall of death, flame and. Yeah. Yeah, wall of death, and I rolled. I rolled a five or a six, so I ended up getting three shots, and I ended up getting like two, two AP twos out of it with my sixes, and he ended up failing them. And he, it was so funny because he ended up being out of, out of charge range after that. But because custodies, you know, you have three models in a squad, and 
one dying, especially from Overwatch, hurts a lot. But yeah, it's the it's the flamer that I think is what I like with it, and you know, being able to get rid of blessings plus it being poison three plus. And then if you stick it in, my my goal was to stick them into um, the termites and then have them pop up, you know, within range of flamer distance and start causing havoc. I think that's literally all they are. Is there? I don't think they're a unit that you know is going out to destroy vehicles or uh, you know wipe whole squads. I think they're literally just there to cause chaos. Yeah. Cause issues, headaches for thud guns, and all their thud back guns, line whatever, right? right? Like, well, yeah, they, and and they're, I mean, they're destroyer units, right? Like that's their specific job is, okay, specific unit. I know my destroyers can do some heavy damage to them. That's their target, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and like, like I, I never even thought about that with the flamer, like Dan said there. But I mean, if you, you position those two flamers. You know, in a good spot where the opponent has his unit really clumped up, that's a lot of chances to get those AP twos. Oh yeah, right? yeah. And like, and you also got to think about okay, poison, like you said, three plus. Well, if you're taking on uh, tougher units, who cares? You're poisoned. Like, yeah. Now you're now you're actually hurting those kind of guys, right? So, yeah. and. Uh, Especially probably with demons, it probably affect them a fair bit. Yeah, you know. And then if there's any, like you said, tainted, you know, any blessings, that kind of thing. Um, but going hmm. on the standard theme, what would you do to make destroyers better? So I was thinking about this, and I think what makes destroyers good is depending on what legion you choose, mm-hmm. or what part of a legion you you're taking them with. Because some legions are better than others with, with this. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, Death Guard is is you know a big, um, a, a big glaring you know light that I can see right. Being able to take shred on the flamers, and then being able to take uh, feel no pains against like that phosphic if it ends up landing on you. Yeah, that would be nice. It oh, scatters yeah. back onto you. I mean, other than them looking cool and you know Death Guardy and whatever else, you know and. There's other legions. Uh, Sons of Horus are a good one with with uh, you know being able to shoot. All your weapons are within 12 inches. So you're getting ballistic skill five anyways, and uh, being able to get that extra attack on at initiative one with your rad grenades, like you're getting more more attacks. But I mean, there's other legions that are terrible for it. Like uh, you know, for example, like uh, Raven Guard or Iron Hands, where they well, Raven Guard. going to say what? Salamanders. Yeah, sal- well, Salamanders can't take them. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like, it, there's just it. Just I think what makes them better is what legion you choose them with. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, agree. I was also, I was thinking this could be greasy, and this might might <laughs> piss off a lot of people for uh, people that already hate Dark Angel players. So you can buy the grenade launcher, go. right? You can buy a grenade launcher. Yeah. With, those... with the psych out grenades? Yeah. Well, in the Dark Angels rules, it says anyone that has a grenade launcher can buy stasis grenades for five or ten points, right? So now you can have destroyers shooting off stasis grenades 
with their grenade launchers. Huh. <laughs> and then them, them having counterattack, being able to fight first or, you know, whatever, right? Like, the potential is there. I, I uh, love how Greasy and Dark Angels were in the same sentence, though. <laughs> that, was, yeah, that was nice. And also, uh, me and you've talked about this, Bill, where there's that one... Uh, there's that one, you have that right, where any unit that takes a Perils of the Warp, it, it counts as instant death, right? Yeah, for word bearers, um, regular yeah. destroyers could be really good with the psych out um, stuff, because yeah, if you take the Dark Brethren, Right of War, um, any yeah failed Perils is instant death rolls, which is really good as well. So uh. even, if it's, even if it's that four or whatever, where it's just like, take one wound. No, that that character that just took that one you're wound, dead, dead, yeah. right? So any like any de if you're playing other demons for whatever reason, right? Like you're like, oh, we're playing other demons. Any of those perils, a lot of times they're just like take a wound and be like, no, you're just dead, right? Like one. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say one glaring thing that I think would make destroyers better. Would probably having access to like a melted gun. Yeah. If you could give them a melted gun for the, uh, you know, equivalent as a vet squad, like 15 points per model, one and five, I think that would help them be able to crack a nut and then get to whatever's inside. Like if they could blow up a rhino and charge a squad or whatever the case may be. That's the only, like, I know you can take melted bombs, I, I get it, but, you know, I don't know, man. Psycho grenades versus multi bombs. I'll take psycho at every time. I think. Yeah. So, would you? Would it be? I know it's a blood angel thing, but if they were had access to infernus pistols. Oh, okay. If you could take infernus pistols, yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be great. That'd be a cool option, actually, for Blood Angels. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. They're pistol-wielding guys, and I, I know Blood Angel, like, the army can take them, but I meant, like, them as just the... That's the way that everyone can take them. I'm also surprised you couldn't just take... Like, it lets you take one in five, but I'm surprised you just don't have the option to be able to have all Volkite Serpentas. See, that would be awesome. Right, or even just take Chargers, right? Like... It kind of be cool, like Volkite weaponry and destroyers seem to go hand in hand in my brain, anyways. Be pretty sweet. Yeah. So, I mean, Blood Angels, like they're like the Angel Tears. I know that most people don't play them with the Chargers, but they, like, I mean, they're the ones that get the double Chargers. Yeah. But yes, it, it it does make sense that they would have those like old technology. Yeah. Um, the one issue that I see, I would that could fix them is uh, them only being able to have uh, Mortis join them. More, uh, sorry, more tats, more tats join. They're the only ones that can join them. Right. So, I mean, if they were able to take, or if other characters were allowed to join them, I think that would help a lot too. Mm -hmm. It'd give them more utility or more, you know, sure. I think the problem is, is they don't want, the fluff is that they're so radioactive that no one wants to be around them. Yeah. But, and I think the problem is, is they got rad grenades and counterattack, and they don't want to give it, give a parade or counterattack with rad grenades. But 
I, I think that would help a lot is if they could, you know, have a console or somebody join them yeah. just to give them that, that strength buff. And, and it doesn't make sense that a Forge Lord can take rad grenades, but he couldn't join them. Like, Yeah, there's some interactions that are a little bit weird that way, for sure. So, I mean, like, make it cool. If a Forge Lord, to go back onto our, our unit we we're talking about, if Forge Lord could take rad grenades, then he, they should be able to join destroyers kind of thing, right? Nice. Like, you have the option of if you take certain equipment, you're allowed to do this or that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that. That's a simple, that'd be a simple little thing, you know? It'd be, you know, fluffy or, or whatever you want to call it, right? It'd, it'd be, work with each other. And yeah. I don't know what else to fix them other than, like, giving them, like, higher AP weapons, like a melted gun or Infernus pistols or whatever. Because, I mean, the points, they kind of work out to be around this, like, veteran level and... Like I said, I think what makes them really good is depending on what legion you take them with. Agreed. Agreed. I don't know. Does anyone else have an idea of what would make them take them? Mm. It's kind of it. I mean, no, you take it more. Well, I mean, you're taking word bearers, so you're already taking their equivalent, right? I think, well, I mean, honestly, like, if you're looking at a Mortat console, right? Like I, I just looked him up, and he does. He has Scout on him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that would have been something maybe would be pretty cool to put on these guys as well. Make them outflank or whatever in a Rhino. Yeah. If you if you don't have points for a Termite or you don't own one. Yeah, like I'd I'd almost even like I don't know about you guys, but get rid of the hardened armor. And just switch it for that. You know, in my opinion, right? If it was for a scout instead. But I mean, hardened armor does kind of fit them because they are dealing with, you know, hardcore. The rat. Yeah. Well, they're, so. they're going into the. I think they're really meant for Zona Mortalis. They're going into the shit, Dan. Yeah, they're basically, yeah, going into, you know, the, the, the radioactive, um, you know, factory or whatever or they're in a ship where there's a reactor leak or whatever right like yeah yeah they're pretty much like the plagued or the whatever right they're like oh and i think i think with this new thing i think they're going to go more into the fluff of them with the new uh because i think they're going to do pre-heresy campaigns and stuff mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like so, because I think that's where they're they're really shined is in the pre heresy when they were like dealing with you know dirty psychers and xenos and stuff like that. Now imagine if these guys had the options to be in Terminator armor. Well, there's rules for that from a different company or group, but yeah. Huh. But I mean, overall. They are what they are, yeah. And uh, I think they're they're what we've discussed here, and and even this FAQ definitely has made them a little bit better. So for sure, I know. Oh, I, scoring I, would scoring would sorry, Andy. Scoring would make them good too, but I understand why they wouldn't be because they're not scoring. Mm, mm. That's another problem with them, right? 
Anyways, continue, Andy. I, I just had a thought. Or maybe uh, maybe even the rule of they wouldn't count as a kill point because they've already, you know, have seen, oh. have been lost by the... They've already, they're kind of like the uh, the outcasts of the Legion, right? Yeah. That'd be cool for something, sure. Something, something simple like that, right? So, but yeah, no, um, I, I have, I've never used them. Most of these units that we're talking about, I've not really used. <laughs> well, I know, but that's uh, like this upcoming one. Yeah. <laughs> this, so. so, this last unit that we were going to talk about is. It's actually, this was a real head scratcher because, so it's the regular whirlwind. Mm. Your straight up plain Jane whirlwind. Um, it is found in the artillery squadron like section for heavy support, zero to one. Yeah. I think now, why is this an underrated, underused um, option? Well, the problem is, is it's competing with a lot of heavy hitters in the heavy support squad, um, heavy support right. section. <clears throat> it's competing with basilisks. It's competing with medusas. It's competing with uh, Scorpius whirlwind. It's competing with a uh, Sicaran Arcus. Now, obviously, points play a big part. So the humble whirlwind is seventy-five points, plain Jane. And yeah. it can have a couple different options. The Vengeance and Castellan Missiles. So you nominate which type you're going to use. And it's basically um, two kind of minor um, types of ammo. One's Strength 5 AP4, one's Strength 4 AP5. Uh, they have a little nuanced little rule here in the back. Let me just hit it real quick uh they're both ordnance one they're both barrage or both large blasts uh vengeance and castellan are both 12 to 48 inches uh the nice thing is so that hyperius warhead um it is a 48 inch weapon you get them for free it's surprisingly actually strength 8 ap3 oh is yeah it? it's heavy one skyfire heat seeker and interceptor yeah, so with that, so you, yeah, you pretty much exchange your Vengeance and Castellan Missiles for that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's either or, right? And then um, just rewinding here a second, the Castellan Warhead does have Ignore's cover on it. That's the Strength 4, right? Yeah, so Strength 4, AP5, whereas the Vengeance is Strength 5, AP4. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to the Hyperius Warhead, um, like you're saying, Bill, Strength Eight, AP Three. Yeah, is is nice for sure. Um, I think overall, being on a Rhino chassis uh, makes it a little more uh, fragile than most. Obviously, it's rocking eleven, eleven, ten, uh, three hull points. Then the the kind of the some of the bonuses, I guess for this uh, particular unit, I find. Um, I, I'll be honest, I've never actually ran one. <laughs> um, but Never seen one? No, either. well, yeah. again, 75 points, it, it's kind of steep. Um, base For base, you're, you're pretty much, you could take a Predator for the same points. Yeah. Um, but concentrating on this, 
you can take uh, multi-melta, which isn't horrible at all. Um, I guess as far as uh, a cheap interceptor goes, 75 points isn't terrible to spend on it. I don't think anything else gives you interceptor that cheap. In, in, yeah. in a vehicle chassis, I should say, right? Yeah, in a vehicle chassis. The one thing with this is you can take it in a squadron. Yeah, squadrons right. of up to three. One, one to three, so I mean... If you're you're dedicated really for some air defense, you know you you have possible three shots with the heat seeker and the skyfire and the interceptor, all that stuff. But yeah, um, should we just go straight into how to fix this? <laughs> well, it definitely <laughs> it, it needs it needs a, bit, a little bit of love. I, I won't lie. Um, I think seventy five points is too much. I think it needs to be like 60 or 65 points. Um, it would be nice if the Hyperion like anti-air missiles were two shots instead of just one. Yeah, right? those um, would have been better. Yeah. I, I think if you really want to try and get the most out of this particular squad, you'd want to be obviously maxing out with three. I think taking a... Um, I think being able to take a Master of Signal and use the Cognis on the Squadron would probably help a little bit, um, mm -hmm. considering you're trying to use anti-air to your advantage. Um, I, I do see these having a place as um, Solar, Auxilia, and Imperial Army, Militia Cults, and Demon Armies are going to become uh, more prevalent in games. I think they do have a place for clearing out hordes nicely. Uh, also, you know, making uh, guys just roll dice is always nice. Large blasts aren't anything to sneeze at. It's a lot of rate of fire, right? Um, the more the more template coverage you can get, the more you can actually do some damage. So it, that's not a bad uh, plan at all. I think um, to maybe make this unit better they need an overhaul on its weapon systems mm. you know um if you remember the uh, 40k hydra and or um the wyvern oh yeah stat line where it had multiple shots and it had let's say for example shred where it was able yeah, to control. shred would be nice, yeah. Right? Like make this make this unit a like a bombardment unit where it has, you know, multiple shots. No, it's not super high strength, but you have the ability to reroll wounds or something like that, right? Or you know, uh different options like you have small templates, large templates. I know they're trying to get away from using mass amount of templates with like the quad mortars and stuff but you know uh as a tank like this and having multiple and maybe changing up the stat line or the abilities you know that these um weapons can do maybe maybe they apply pinning and they apply a minus one to the unit right to a pinning roll you know stuff like that right the old barrage rule yeah, yeah or you know something like that something simple but definitely something with shred um maybe give it a payload where it's 
it's a little stronger, maybe strength six, and maybe it's AP three instead, but it's not as many shots. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, they, I mean, of, you know, if, sorry, you do, Andy. if you if you do that, it's okay, Dan. You know, if you do that, you know, I I can see them increasing the points just a little bit. Um, but it might be a unit where they kind of look at it and say, okay, you know what? Maybe having three of these in my army might actually do something, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Just maybe have a maybe have a, a different ammunition type where you can get poison or phosphix. Well, you know, even just well, phosphix would be cool. But what if they <laughs> even had it um, where you had an option of the um, what is it, the Arquitador bombard? That specular rocket system where you actually like pick a point on the board and you're hitting. Mm. I wonder if you could almost improve the 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 whirlwind like that, where you actually get to like place you know, put a point on the on the table and you're just like firing down, um, you know maybe make it do more hits more than one large blast maybe like two or three large blasts and keep it at seventy five points like. It does have some interesting. Uh, uh, it, it has some interesting like rules. That particular bombard you, thing. Yeah, you gave me an idea there too. Is um, and this is straight out of the Elder Book. That combined fire. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember how the the fire uh, prisms? Fire prisms would be able to combine fire. Uh, combined fire. Maybe something like that, where it's it's not a five inch template now. It's it's the next step up. Seven inch. Right. And it's a little bit stronger, and the AP is a little bit better, or something like that. That'd be right? cool. Just, just something different, something more. I mean, you can take. There's so many other weapon systems and tanks, and even in other units and other sections, like elites or something that has better firepower than what this can turn out. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was just a thing where because they had the whirlwind kit. You know the plastic kit, mm-hmm. and they they threw it in there. So, I was gonna say that that was I was gonna say because I think they've been around since the beginning of Heresy. Yeah, and I think it was literally they were literally like, well, we'll just throw it in there with the rest of them because people own these models. And at the time, the the hunter and the, the stalker didn't exist when I think Heresy first came out. True. Yeah, that's right. But and so I think they were just like, oh, we'll just throw it in there and. And because right now I don't, uh, the whirlwind does not have a heresy model. No, no, yeah, it doesn't. Other than you like taking a Demios and a a whirlwind and shoving them together, like they don't actually. (laughs) There is no actual physical model like they'd made with the Medusa and the the basket. They've just got the actual Mars pattern, right? Which, which is perfectly viable for anyone who's about to throw up their arms and be like, no, no, it's you just put them down. Mars pattern vehicles are totally acceptable for heresy. Okay. Boxing in square. No round circles. This whirlwind, I I do like it with the the sky-fired interceptor weapon. Yeah. Um, Maybe make it, you know, the stat line a a little bit better. You know, maybe two shots. Yeah, I was going to say. Two shots. If you... Like the Arcus, where it stands still, it can shoot twice, right? That'd be cool. Yeah, there's that, exactly. There's that. Like, something just 
just that little, which would make it viable for, you know, anti anti air. If that was your, if that's a thing you're going to take. I mean, it's cheap enough. You have that option, or even you know, give it the option to take that anti missile system plus the regular weapon system that it would have, right? Like an upgrade. Yeah, just it's it's. A different loadout it's like two missiles on it or something like that you know what i mean and i mean guys if you're still listening and if you guys use whirlwinds or you found it, them to be efficient in certain ways just comment like how you've used them or what you've done with them right oh, like for sure because we want to yeah, know let us i've know. never seen one on the board i've never used one you know i own three of them but i've never they've collected <laughs> dust right like <laughs> they're in the back of the warehouse yeah <laughs> But, but I mean, yeah, I don't know if, if people have used them, then by all means, explain how you use them. I mean, because because it is taking up a heavy, heavy slot with, you know, mediocre rules, That's, you know, low, low armor and and low strength and AP. That's the issue. I right? think if you're yeah. actually, you know what? And I think, sorry, just to interrupt you, Andy. Go ahead. Go if ahead. you wanted to play Centurion. I think a whirlwind would still give you options for firepower, but you're not being that guy. You're not you're not yeah. playing a 750 or thousand point game. You're like, hey, I took an Arcus. What's up, man? And it's like, wow, cool, man. Like, did you actually want to have fun and play, or did you just want to shoot me off the board? <laughs> right. I think I think a whirlwind would be a good option for lower point games because it's still yeah. it's still strength five blast. Right. It's Essentially, the same as a havoc launcher. So yeah, you're making them roll. Yeah. I have uh, an idea. Um, what if you could take uh, the artillery from from the quad launchers oh. and put them on a tank? Oh, like so you could take the thud guns, put them on there with the options that you could buy. Right, you know, have the frag the frag shells or the incinerary shells or the, sh the shatter shells or you know, obviously the phosphix is the big one, um, or have a quad launch a quad heavy bolter strapped on the on top of it. Just the thought. It, it could it could be interesting. Or even, uh, or I was I, gonna say a laser destroyer, but that already exists. Uh, hydro uh, auto cannons. Yeah, yeah, right. Like auto cannons. Yeah, there's, cool. there's there's tons of past possibilities. You really. know what also could be a really good way to progress the technology a little bit, but not make it like super crazy or game breaking would be give the whirlwind almost prototype like razorback weaponry. Where, where it could take like double carries assault cannons or it could take the two twin link last can you know what i mean like you could actually start playing around with a little bit of like the you know heresy era razorback like the mk1 even the last cannon twin plasma gun style like something different i think would be pretty neat i uh, just slot that in as a razorback <laughs> well yeah but it it, 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 pretty it, much, could, right? it could fit a bunch of different roles right you can almost give it an option yeah. oh yeah yeah sure and there's lots i mean the thing could carry volkites if you wanted yeah right yeah Stuff what like about 
if it could launch smoke bombs for your army and like like a just say that it shoots you can shoot it at yourself and it gives yourself a cover like a cover save if you're out in the open oh i see like a smoke you mean like a smoke screen yeah yeah huh. what is this bolt action yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. But me I mean, Bill, like, if it, me and Bill were just talking about that earlier. So. But I mean, like, if that, if 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 it had that for free, right, where you could take one, you could take the smoke bomb because they exist in tanks and stuff, right, in the army. Yeah. Yep. And if you were to do it with your own smoke rounds, just yeah. give yeah. the unit shrouded so, I mean, like, or something. Yeah, shrouded or whatever, right? So if you had like a deep striking army that are deep striking terminators or jump pack unit that, that you're like oh crap they ended up right out in the cover you could be like oh well i'm gonna use my smoke and you know launch it onto my guys and give them a cover save i don't know just just a thought i was th just throwing out there yeah make them a utility vehicle yeah no, that's, that's a good idea it I mean, is no it is because there, there really isn't there really isn't a lot of stuff like that in the game mm -hmm. right where you know um i mean yes there is stuff that one unit applies this rules to the other unit or uh, there's a bubble but for for weaponry that actually is has a supportive role to it you know not really too too much like that but it's different who knows um I guess we'll have to see in the future if anything does change with them, but yeah, well, you never know, right? Heresy 2.0 is coming, so keep your eyes peeled. There might be some goodies coming down the pipe. You never know. Um, mm -hmm. But that's that pretty much kind of wraps up this episode, guys. Um, appreciate the feedback. Appreciate the comments, and we appreciate you guys asking about these units. If you have other units you want us to touch base on first just hit us up in the comments let us know write us an email whatever you want uh we'll definitely get them on the episode and uh we'll just keep kind of churning through the you know underappreciated consoles and unit types and we'll keep going and like we've mentioned before as heresy evolves and things you know update and we get into 2.0 as will our um advice or i guess our uh you know our tactical our 30k theoretical will continue to you know adapt and get better and talk about the new stuff as it comes out too so nothing nothing will ever just be written in stone we'll i'm sure at some point we'll end up revisiting old units that got updated now and you know we'll go back mm -hmm. and keep it fresh and going well so yeah i i like that people made comments and that they actually wanted to hear about stuff because it you know it gives us uh, a topic point rather than us just fumbling through and being like oh you know i've never seen this or that and if people are like oh i've never seen a whirlwind i've never seen a whirlwind either yeah but I, we can talk about it right it's <laughs> true yeah no we, we really have not it's like i said it, it was a head scratcher because we we're kind of like huh you guys ever play with one? <laughs> no, man. Hmm. Damn. Me yeah, either. <laughs> I don't remember last time we even seen one, but maybe maybe one of our buddies had one a while back. But yeah. I think it's probably seen one more as terrain than anything. But yeah, so. it's nice when you, if you guys you know 
give us like a direction of where you want us to go rather than us rambling about units that are overused yeah, or yeah. whatever, right? Units that you're interested in. Because or... we'll ramble. Make no mistake, oh, yeah. we'll ramble. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, and there's, and there's, there's so many rules and, and, and options and, and units that, yeah, like guys want to talk about or, or want to figure out or might have, you know, other ideas to bounce off of us as well, which is pretty cool. Um, so it's, it's always nice to see that feedback for sure. Keep it, keep it coming. I, I know we do enjoy it a fair bit as we tend to always uh, pick each other's brains about units and stuff. Definitely. Mm -hmm. You know, come out with these weird, crazy combos and next, you know, it, we're, we're all in one chat just talking about it, going crazy, you know? So. Yeah. Well, excellent. But. Yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you next time on the 30K Theoretical. And uh, yeah, just uh, don't forget the motto, build it, paint it, play it. And we will catch you next time.